Hello, spirit friends. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. I am your host, Minerva Maharaj. This podcast offers you practical spirituality to help you live your highest and best life. I'm a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer turned certified spiritual life coach, and my intention is to help you shift out of mediocrity to a life of your dreams. I will do this by sharing some heartfelt conversations, workable tools that when applied, you can experience a real shift. And finally, have you walking away feeling great about yourself. Now let's get connecting to our highest and best self. Welcome to episode two of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj. Thank you so much for joining me here today as we talk about five ways to connect and deepen your spirituality. Here is what we'll be covering today. First, I'll be sharing five practical ways to reconnect and deepen your spirituality. So whether you're new to spirituality or already have a spiritual practice or used to have one and fell off track, then this will be perfect for you. I'll be sharing three action-based tools and two inner exercises to help you create a practice so that you can reconnect to spirituality. I'll also be sharing an easy step-by-step format of how to make your prayers or conversations with God, the universe, whatever your word is, to how to make your prayers more effective to help you receive what you want. Next, I'll be sharing tips on developing a nurturing meditation practice that you can actually stick to. And as always, we're going to end with a little fun soul work so that you can walk away with tangible tools to apply your learnings and experience the benefits of what I'm teaching. So let's get right to it. I first want to start off with addressing what is spirituality. As you may have heard in episode one, I mentioned that my definition of spirituality is it's your path back to your true self your path back to love. So there's different ways you can do that. There's different practices, different rituals, but really what I believe is the quote unquote right way is anything that allows you and brings you back to feeling the vibration of love that and brings you back to who you truly are because that is who you are, a vibration of love. And why is it important to connect to that? So I find it is important to connect to that because you are spiritual beings on a human experience, not human beings on a spiritual experience. So you're really connecting and leading with who you truly are, the spirit, vibrational energy being of you. And when you connect to that, when you have a practice that helps you connect back and return back to that centered, grounded place of love of light, of that expanded feeling, that expanded part of you, you align to everything else that is of that vibration. So let me say that again. When you come back to or have a practice and ritual and tools that bring you back to the vibration of love, to feel that love, light, expanded part of you, you, when you return, that's you returning back to your true self. And when you return to that place, you are vibrating at a high frequency. And when you're vibrating at that frequency, then you will attract and align those things that of the same frequency. So if you're feeling that love deep within you and for yourself and you're emitting that frequency, chances are you're going to attract the right person to you when you are vibrating at that frequency versus if you're vibrating at a frequency 
of insecurity, of fear, of lack, of unworthiness, then you will attract a relationship that will be of that vibration, that will make you feel more of that, that you'll have more experiences that aligned to that same frequency. So I find it is important to have a spiritual practice, one that makes you feel love, that's that makes you feel light, that makes you feel expanded so that you can return to who you truly are. And when you're in that place, then you can really live out the life you're meant to live and achieve everything you want and more and better than what you think you want. Now let's get to five practical ways to reconnect and deepen your spirituality. I'll be sharing with you three action-based tools. So ones you can go ahead and implement right away and two inner tools, ones that encourage you to go inward and reflect and do a little soul searching for your answers. So practical step number one is prayer. Through the process of prayer, can you reconnect and deepen your spirituality? And this is nothing religious by any means. When I say prayer, it's really you talking to God, the universe, higher power, whatever that is for you. So I have five steps of what you can do to pray effectively so that it works out in your favor. So number one, in terms of prayer, I recommend that you connect with your higher power. Give it a name, a color, an image, a sound. Everybody has a different version or different a way of connecting to a higher power and there's different things that resonate with people differently so that may be light it may be a certain color or it may be jesus or buddha or it may be an image you have of a person up in the sky with a white beard um whatever it is for you that's it that's what's right for you so i encourage you to just define what that higher power is and i'm actually going to help you do that later on in this podcast but when you're praying the first step is to connect with your higher power give it a name color image sound maybe the sound of om maybe it's a chant um that's the first step in opening up and starting your prayer. So connect with your higher power. The next step in your prayer is to start with gratitude. Thank you for today. Thank you for my body. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for all my blessings. By starting with gratitude, you're raising your vibration from wherever you're at or for wherever your intention was from starting to pray. Maybe you're going through a challenge, or you're stressed out and you're like, okay, let me pray. You tend to start at a lower vibration. But if you start with thank you for, and you start with gratitude, that automatically shifts your vibration from any low vibration to a more neutral vibration when you start with gratitude. And of course, say that as you say it, you'll start feeling it and be intentional with the feeling to find things that you really are grateful for um, so it's more meaningful. So that's number two, start with gratitude. Number three is start state your desires and end with this or something better. So in your prayer, we tend to say, you know, please fix my husband. I want this job. I want more money. Help me out with this. But state your state your desires and then say this or something better. Because also we have to remember 
our own thinking is limited. Our own desires sometimes may be coming from fear. And um, there may be work to do to figure out where these desires are really coming from. Why do we want what we want? But you want to state your desires and end it with this or something better. Because it could be this or something better that the universe has in store for you that you may have no idea about. So state your desires but end it with this or something better. And the next step in that, number four in your prayer, is embody the feeling as already having it. Talk as if it's already done. See it, feel it, state it. But as you state it, state it as if you're feeling it like it's already been done, like you're in it already. So thank you for my healthy body, for bringing these amazing clients to me. Thank you for healing the relationship with my husband or my friendship. So you want to state the feeling, you want to embody the feeling when you state your desires versus staying in that state of fear and lack. So instead of saying, please heal my sick body, thank you for healing my body. Thank you for my healthy body. Do you see what I'm saying there? And then finally, when you to end your prayer, have an ending statement that resonates with you. It could be, and so it is, or amen. Amen's a common one. I like to end mine with, and so it is. You want to end it with something that feels light and complete for you. So let me just read back those five steps of how to make your prayers more effective. So number one, when it comes to praying, connect with your higher power. Give it a name, color, image, or sound. Number two, start with gratitude. Thank you for and list the things you are grateful for to help raise your vibration. Number three, state your desires and end it with this or something better. Number four, embody the feeling as it's already here. Embody the feeling as already having it. And number five, end the statement with, and so it is or amen, or something else that resonates with you. So I hope those five things help you with coming together with a prayer that you can use in the morning or in the evening or any time in the day. You can write it out and have one you go to and practice, or you can just practice and recite it in your head. It really takes seconds to just close your eyes and just recite and speak, speak to the universe, speak to God, speak to your higher power. So I hope that helps. And is uh, those steps are helpful for you in putting together a prayer that resonates. So let's get to number two, the second practical way to reconnect and deepen your spirituality. Now, I wonder if you know what this is, meditation. And I want to take a little time to talk about meditation because I hear this a lot. It's too hard. I don't have time. I don't know how to do it. So I'm going to bust all of that and at the same time help you put together a practice that you can actually stick to. So I just right away want to tell you that meditation, you're doing it already anyway. You're meditating by your thoughts. You're meditating when you're walking. You're meditating when maybe you're showering. It's when you get into a meditative state, when your brainwave hits uh, a slower wave a slower pattern so you do this but you may not be doing this consciously so the process of meditation is you being intentional and you being more conscious about it 
and I'm going to talk about how, how to deal with the thoughts and, you know, the, you know, the little uh, antsy pants moments you may have. So I have some steps here that can help you putting together an easy practice that you can actually commit to. So, and it's different for everyone. Some people do it, well, I'm kind of going ahead, but let me just get right to it here. So step one for putting together an easy practice for yourself is choose a time that works for you. A time that works for you, not anyone else, not what you see, what people are posting on Instagram or what you've been told. Choose a time that works for you. Is that the morning? Is that the evening? Is it break time at work when you can go in a room? I don't, there's, there tends to be new, there's a new thing with wellness rooms. So, or maybe you can get into your car or before you get into the house, before, you know, you get into the house where your kids and husband and all the craziness is happening, you have five minutes to yourself in the car. Maybe you take that as your moment. So I want you to choose a time that works for you. And that's in terms of how long you can meditate. It could be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, or 20 minutes. I honestly don't think you need more than 20 minutes. If you're not meditating at all now, don't go straight into 20 minutes. I would encourage you to scale it back and start with just doing five minutes, five minutes of meditation. So choose a time that works for you in the day that you know you can commit to morning, evening, or any time of the day when you have a break and choose a time to start with five minutes, 10 minutes and work yourself up to 20 minutes and also choose how many times you're going to do this and maybe just start with just doing it once this weekend and make a commitment and put it in the calendar, in your journal. Maybe tell your partner so they can hold you accountable. Just start small and test it out. Number two, how to make an easy meditation practice is create, gather tangible reminders that indicates to the mind it's time to relax and that gets you excited to meditate. So for example, for me, you know, what I I have an area, which I will talk about creating an area, but things that excite me or trigger me to, you know, take a moment to go into a meditation. I have crystals, use music, incense, a special essential oil that I just diffuse, or I have it right by my desk, a blanket, a meditation mat, um, perhaps like a, a statue of, uh, how do you explain this? Maybe it's a Buddha or, you know, Christ or angel cards, something that, you know, makes you excited and triggers that it's time to relax and time to get focused and go inward for yourself. So I would have tangible reminders around me. So if I know I'm going to meditate right when I get into bed, maybe I'll have some crystals or not. Maybe I do have crystals. I have crystals and candles, uh, a candle near my bed. So right before bed, you know, that's, I have ones that are more calming and that support me with getting it, doing my night meditations when I'm in bed. Then I also have some by my desk and I also have some by my meditation altar. altar. So these are just reminders and things that I associate with meditation and I keep it near me. And sometimes I even take crystals with me in my purse. So if I'm out and I'm stressed for whatever reason, um, I have, as soon as I pick up that crystal, it reminds me, it literally triggers me to pause, calm down and breathe and get centered again. So you can carry it with you or you can have it in different areas of your home. Next to have a easy meditation practice is choose a sacred place a sacred space, sorry, 
So choose a sacred space. And this could be a corner in your living room or a designated room if you have that available. It could be your basement. It could be near a window. Just choose a spot that you can keep dedicated to this spiritual practice. A spot that feels good for you and also you can have some quiet time. So if it's, it, you're not going to do it, if you have kids, you're not going to do it in the living room if that's where they're normally playing. So maybe there's a corner in your room or if you have a study, then you can dedicate a, a section for your meditation practice. Next, number four that I would recommend is having some audio. So if you can't quote unquote, turn off your mind, you're not supposed to turn off your mind, but I'm going to talk about that in a sec. Um, but if you you know, need to get a little bit more focused, you find it hard to focus, there are things to help you, there are tools to help you get focused. So there are guided meditations on YouTube, you literally can Google or type in in the search engine on YouTube, meditation for grounding, meditation before bed, guided meditation for the morning. And I have a lot of guided meditations on my YouTube channel, so I'll be sure to leave it in the show notes so you have that link. And please just subscribe to it because I'm sending new meditations out more and more too. And I will be recording some guided meditations for this podcast. So you'll have that at your fingertips for that you can download as well. But have something that you can hear to help you stay focused. So guided meditations on YouTube, chanting, music, or maybe you need silence, um, or even breathing exercises. These things are all tools to help you stay focused and bring your attention back to your center. And I say bring it back to your center, not that you have to have this perfect. You're gonna, your mind's going to go and you can bring it back. You need something to just anchor you and bring you back to your center. And finally, um, my favorite that I want to address is let's address the biggest myths. The myths that it's hard, I can't sit still, I can't shut my mind off. Well, I want to address this for you. When it comes to meditation, you're not supposed to shut your mind off. You have over 70,000 thoughts a day. So to sit there and try to control all of that or try to clear every single one that comes in in every millisecond in your mind is impossible. That's not meditating. That's trying to control. That's called controlling and overwhelming yourself. So what meditation is, is really just for you to get to the mat. And I say mat meditation, mat. it can be anything, but it's meditation is about you getting to the mat and not trying to control your thoughts, but trying to witness your thoughts. I want you to take that in. This is not about controlling your thoughts. This is about witnessing your thoughts. If you can allow yourself to just open your mind to that concept, perhaps you'll feel a little lighter. Me, as an experienced meditator, I've been meditating since I was 23, 24 years old, and I'm 35 now. So over 10 years, there's still days that my mind is still going when I, when I get centered and I go to my meditation um, altar. And that's okay. I've learned to be gentle with myself. And there's just days that I'm like, okay, I just noticed what's going on. It's a little busy. And that's okay. And I, the more you practice looking at your thoughts, witnessing your thoughts, observing your thoughts, just noticing what is going on in the mind, 
what's going on in the body. Do you feel tension? Do you feel tightness? What do you feel in your heart? What emotions are going on? When you start witnessing the mind, the heart, the body, your energy, that is enough to start shifting it. All you have to do is just embrace it. You just have to witness it, look at it. And that is enough to start lessening the hold on you. And the more you practice this, the more you will feel a sense of space between the thoughts and a sense of ease versus feeling that it's controlling you. you you're going to feel, you're going to have more compassion and understanding towards what's happening in your body and in your mind and in your heart. And the more you practice witnessing it, then you'll know what to do with it next because you've created space and greater awareness and consciousness to choose more consciously. And when you create that space, you get present. And in that presence, in that gap, is where the answer will come as to what to do next, what you need to do, or the aha moment. And I really believe that aha moment comes when you have that space, when you have that gap in the mind, when you witness your thoughts, your emotions, and the sensations in your body. So I hope that address the whole misconception that you need to sit perfectly, you need to not have any thoughts, you're, you're supposed to have thoughts, and the more you practice it, it will lessen, and the more you will be at peace with your thoughts and whatever is going on in the body. So those are my tips to have an easy practice. Is Again, I'll recite what to do. Uh, here to have an easy meditation practice is number one, choose a time that works for you, morning, evening, break time, and how long you want to meditate and how many times a week you want to meditate. Start small and then increase. Number two, uh, gather tangible reminders that indicate to the mind it's time to relax and that help you get excited for meditation. So choose items that resonate with you, not what's given to you. I mean, if it's a gift and it resonates, great. But, you know, if you were raised, let's say Roman Catholic, I was raised Roman Catholic, you know, I'm, I was told, you know, you should have a cross in every room and in the house. And it, you know, I believe in Christ's consciousness, consciousness, I believe that Christ walked this earth. That's just my personal beliefs, but it doesn't define my spirituality and it doesn't resonate as my symbol to have to connect to myself and to a greater power. So choose something that resonates and feels light to you. Number three, choose a sacred place so that it indicates that this is where you're going to meditate and relax and this is your place that you're going to crave to go to and you're going to make it beautiful with flowers, with plants, with any symbols and crystals and oils and meditation mat and take your time in building that sacred space too so that it's meaningful and it's important to you. And number four, uh, find some audio to help guide you through your meditations, whether you need guided meditations on YouTube, you want to do chanting, maybe just music, silence or breathing exercises, find something to help guide you through and anchor your meditations. And finally, um, give yourself some gentleness, love and compassion and give yourself some space to try these meditation steps and give yourself a meditation practice and when you start witnessing your thoughts versus trying to control your thoughts it will be much lighter for you and you're going to crave and want these meditation practices for yourself 
Now, number three of the practical ways to reconnect and deepen your spirituality. Number three is a quick and easy one. And I say it's connecting with nature. So to connect with nature is one way you can reconnect and deepen your spirituality. Now, why is nature important? No matter what you're going through and no matter what I've been through, my deepest, darkest times to my happiest times, anytime I go, especially I notice, especially when I'm low vibrating, when I go near water, when I go outside, water for me is very therapeutic, but it always shifts me. There's a vibration in the universe. There's a vibration in mother nature that is, can't be destroyed and is perfect and it's high vibrating and it's calm and it's peaceful and when you allow yourself to go outside and just be in that space breathe in the air feel the ground touch the flowers just observe what you're seeing breathe in the fresh salt water if you can be near water those things help shift your vibration immediately so if that's a practice that resonates with you I encourage you to implement that in your day whether you're working a nine-to-five job then maybe you go out for a walk on one of your breaks if you're a stay-at-home mom or you you're a stay-at-home working mom like I am um, take a moment to go for a stroll or go for a walk if you have a babysitter you can go outside for five ten minutes and go for a walk by yourself or you can go with your baby so find ways to reconnect with nature, you can do that. Hikes, walks, go in your backyard. I recommend even putting your bare feet against the ground because the electrolytes from the earth, it's very healing. Open your window and get fresh air if you can't get out. Um, and if, like I said, if you're lucky enough to live by the water, go by the water as much as you can. You can incorporate nature in your home also by bringing in the elements, plants for earth, candles for fire, maybe a water fountain or playing water music in the background, uh, salt lamps that emit negative ions in the air and it helps uh, detox the air and actually has so many benefits with sleeping and breathing and asthma and stuff like that and bringing in flowers so find a way to connect with nature and find what makes you excited and what feels light and things you like Um, and just be intentional about it and finally the so those are my three action-based ones prayer meditation and connecting with nature And so you can choose any one of those and start today. My next two, number four and number five, are more inner exercises. So this requires you to sit down and reflect and write it out. So number four, define what God, spirit, universe means to you. This is important in reconnecting and deepening your spirituality. I mentioned before that a lot of our thoughts and beliefs around spirituality have been given to us, have been conditioned into us. And some of them, and they're from well-meaning people, but some of these things don't resonate with us. And often a lot of these things make us feel bad and they're taught to us out of fear. And I don't believe spirituality is about fear. And I think that's the problem with religion. I also think there's so many great things about religion and that's a whole other topic to talk about. But anything that ingrains fear into us or is fear driven 
is not part of spirituality. And I want to say that it's not part of my spirituality. Anything that makes you feel guilty, fearful, afraid, um, bad about yourself, that is not your path. That is not your path to yourself. That's not going to help you. It's not going to serve you in the long run. It just makes you feel worse about yourself and make decisions that are not aligned to your highest and best being. So what I want you to do is get down to the root and take a moment to define what does God, spirit, or universe mean to you? Whatever your higher power is to you, there's so many different names. So whatever it, whatever higher power means to you, I want you to define what that is and what that means to you. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What do you hear perhaps when you connect to that? And what does it stand for? And if you were to really sit and close your eyes and just can and connect to your higher power and when you connect to it and really get down to the root of the energy of that higher power, I want you to ask, what is this power? What is this energy that is there? And I want you to pull back and really connect to what is the core vibration of this power? And I guarantee you, it is a high vibration of love or something up around that love, peace, joy, It'll be a high vibration. So I want you to take a moment and define what spirituality, what God, spirit, source, universe means to you. And I'm going to be doing a meditation I will be posting soon that will help you to connect to this. So here are a few things to help trigger some questions for you. So take a moment to ask yourself, what are my views about God or universe? Are they mine or someone else's? If I close my eyes and ask this higher power to be with me right now, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I feel? Connect to that experience with all your senses. And that is your definition of God. It's a power and an energy of love. and You can't go wrong with whatever comes up. I guarantee you. So I'm interested to know what comes up for you. So please... Uh, send me uh, send me your comments about this. Send me your feedback about this. You can leave it in the reviews. You can even send in questions. So I want to hear how this works for you when you define your definition, when you create your definition of God, source, universe, whatever that is for you. And as I mentioned, I'll be releasing a guided meditation to help you connect deeper to your higher power. And finally, number five, And your final inner exercise is challenge what doesn't feel good. This is how you can start reconnecting and deepening your spirituality is challenge what doesn't feel good. As I mentioned before, a lot of what we carry, what we practice, what we think, the way we carry ourselves in life has been taught to us and forced upon us and conditioned into us. And a lot of these beliefs and practices may not feel good and they may not feel not be aligned to who you really are so this step is to encourage you to go deeper i want you to list all the practices rituals rules and beliefs that you hold that were taught to you that you adapted and i want you to divide them up into two categories so you're going to list it all maybe it's like go to church don't do this. Don't do that. You can't divorce. You can't, you know, whatever you were told. I want you to list everything that you relate to spirituality. And once you list it, I want you to take a fresh page, draw a line down the middle, and on one side, 
you're going to write love at the top and on the second side, the second column, you're going to write fear. Then I want you to divide up all those things that you wrote, that you associate with spirituality and divide them under love and under fear. And I want you to see, you know, which ones, you know, which column is, is greater. Is it the love or fear? And then I want you to, you know, challenge yourself to see what what's resonating with you what didn't feel good and chances are all the things that didn't feel good is going to be in the fear column the things that make you feel fearful that you know your parents made you feel afraid of if you didn't do it and what you're going to notice is that everything that's in the love column is is going to resonate with you more that is your connection to spirituality. Anything that is a love vibration, that teaches love, that feels love, that encourages love, that is whatever feels light is what feels good. So I want you to just start deciphering and sorting through, filtering what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And chances are the things that do feel good are love-based and the things that don't feel good are fear-based and you are not fear. You were taught that. We don't come into this world with fear. We are. We learn fear. That's conditioned into us. So to return, to connect to your spirituality, to deepen that, you can't do that through fear. You can only do that through love. So you need to reconnect to that love within you. So I hope that makes sense. So these are five ways that you can reconnect and deepen your spirituality. Again, I'll repeat them. There's prayer, there's meditation, there's connecting with nature. And then the two inner exercises that I offered are define what God, spirit, universe means to you, whatever your higher power is. Define what your higher power means to you and figure out the look, the feel, the sound, the embodiment, the energy of that. And number five is challenge what doesn't feel good. So list all of the practices and beliefs that you were taught and divide them into two categories, love or fear, and follow what feels good and light and follow what feels of the vibe, what emits a vibration of love, because that will be your path to deepening your spirituality when you choose the love path versus the fear path. And so why do these things that I suggested help you reconnect to spirituality, that help you reconnect to your true spirit, your true vibration, is because they do encourage you to get back to the core of who you really are. And they all help release resistance and they help raise your vibration to the vibration of your higher power source energy. And you are an extension of source energy, whatever you want to name that or label that we all come from a higher power and that energy and that power lives within us and in around us and when we connect to that vibration of who we are and that vibration of that higher power then like i mentioned you you just have a more meaningful life and the things that you want are just more meaningful and deeper and beautiful you get to experience what you came here for which is to experience love joy and that's what you're here for is to experience love and joy and to share that so the only way to do that the only way to experience love in your life the only way to spread love the only way to experience joy and to spread joy 
is by reconnecting, finding that, getting back to the core vibration of who you are and getting back to that place. So these practices, these questions, these exercises all help you return to that place so that you can make your life the fullest as possible. Now for a little fun soul work for you to deepen your learnings. And if you do this work, I guarantee you, you're going to feel a shift. So I really hope something stood out for you today that you want to apply. So for your soul work this week, I just encourage you to number one, choose one of the three practices I share today, prayer, meditation, or connecting with nature. Choose one that speaks to you and commit to testing it out for a week and notice what your energy is like before and what your energy is like after. And obviously the more you practice it, the more you do it, the more benefits that you will see. And then the second part of your fun soul work this week is answer the following two questions. What is your definition of a higher power? What is your definition of God, source, universal energy? And number two, what feels good in light? Follow what feels good. So you're going to list all of the beliefs and practices and everything that you have held as your own when it comes to spirituality. And I want you to divide that up into the love and fear column. And then follow the love column. Follow what feels good. Follow what feels light. Because when you do that, that's your spirit speaking to you. That is a clue that this is your path to spirituality. This is your path back to yourself. Your path back to yourself is never going to be found through the path of fear. So I hope these questions help you go inward. Actually, I know they'll help you go inward and I know you'll get a shift if you sit down and dedicate some time to just reflect and write it out. You're going to have some opening, some breakthrough, some aha, um, and just really greater awareness. So I encourage you to choose a practice. And number two, no matter what practice you choose, prayer, meditation, or connecting with nature, answer these two questions for yourself and see what opens up. So that's it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me on episode two of Words of Wisdom. I really hope you're enjoying what I'm giving you so far. I really try to empty out my heart to help raise your spirit. And again, these are ways that you could connect and deepen your spirituality, but there's so many other ways you can do that as well, as long as it's following the path of love and makes you feel and reconnect to that vibration of love because that's who you really are. And my friends, when you connect to that, when you follow that, your life will unfold to align to more love that you so deserve. I hope you enjoyed that. Love and light to you.